Okay, so I did the thing again where I took too long to record or work on my newsletter or even make content to the point that imposter syndrome and anxiety and self-doubt and fear kind of trickled its way back in, unfortunately. But, excuse me, I am still healing, so... We're gonna work through this together, shall we? Hi, I'm Monet. Welcome to the Lazy Capricorn. And I am a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> but we are on a mission to get back on the ball, figure it out again. And I won't say this is official episode, maybe. Honestly, let's consider this a filler episode. We're just gonna create these shorter filler episodes until I feel comfortable again. I don't even know what threw me off. I, I lied. Well, I said it and immediately lied because it was definitely uh, that damn Venus retrograde and getting my heart broken <laughs> this summer. But... Huh, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm getting back into my energy. And I feel like it's the only right thing to do. Because this morning, I was actually talking to a friend and telling her, which, funny enough, I feel like it's a conversation I keep having, where I told her she can't isolate from her people and her support system. And I know things are hard right now. And you know, we're all struggling in different ways, but you can't isolate from the people who want to support you and help you in any way possible. And here I am being a hypocrite. <laughs> I definitely isolated away from you guys and hid, if anything, because fear and that damn imposter syndrome is going to be the death of me. But we're working through it so in these shorter episodes i will i don't know kind of catching you up on what's going on and where i am and where we're going and if you resonate with anything that i share in these filler episodes please feel free to leave comments or send me dms emails now email might take me a little bit longer to reply but i will reply because i do read them and my little heart tickles because they're so nice <laughs> but in this filler episode this check-in filler episode i'm going to share things i've learned because we're still on our self-discovery journey and we're still pushing through with intentional living the best of our abilities so i'm gonna share a few things and hopefully that catches you up and yeah carry us into the next filler check-in episode so here are the things that monet has learned about themselves recently number one now number one is gonna oh, oh my gosh number one <laughs> I learned my attachment style, which is crazy because I was talking to someone and they asked, do I know it? And I was like, no, 
as much as I know they're important to know, um, I, I didn't know. But now I know. And now it kind of kind of fucked my head up a little bit because I know I feel like I know too much <laughs> too many things just started to fall into place and so if you don't know your attachment style there are four types of attachment styles there is secure avoidant anxious and disorganized I feel like you should figure it out and find it out I will link the quiz I took to figure it out and then I read the results and I was like that makes a little too much sense it hurts my feelings but I have a fearful avoidant attachment style and why is that so drastic Monet what does that mean don't worry I'm gonna explain it so individuals with a fearful attachment style are have a combination of a preoccupied and dismissive avoidance styles of insecure attachment. They believe they are unlovable and also don't trust other people to support and accept them. Because they think others will eventually reject them, they withdraw from relationships. <sighs> I'm going to read the next part. At the same time, however... They strongly desire intimacy because the acceptance of others helps them feel better about themselves. People with a fearful avoidant attachment style want love, closeness, and connection, yet they fear and avoid it. Y'all. Oh my God. Now I read this and I figured it out. And I, I like once I figured it out, I was like, <sighs> inject it into my veins because I need to know more. But somebody on my spill, shout out to spill, told me that you can change your attachment style. It is not a end all be all. This is you're, you're stuck with it. So I'm kind of working through that one. And but finding it out kind of threw me off a little because it made me think about my my, I guess, situations in general i won't just say just dating even though obviously it is very 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 apparent in dating which sidebar pull over is making me be a little uh if i'm being honest regretful and guilty about ending my last situation but i truly feel like it was that fearful fucking avoidant because now we're going to move into number two, the thing I learned. And the number two thing I learned actually came from a conversation I was having with one of my close friends. And I was just talking. We were just talking. And for context, me and my friends, we have, we talk. We honestly have many therapy sessions. And I said something. And he goes, you know you deserve good things, right? And I was like, huh? <laughs> Why would you say that? He's like, because you just said if this thing, the situation I'm in, and like, if it's good, it's good. But if it's bad, it's too good, it's going to be turned bad. And he's like, why are you planning or something turning so good that it ends up being a bad thing? And that is want a scary thing for somebody to point out because <laughs> why are you paying so much attention to me <laughs> but also it hurt my feelings like I honestly had to pause conversation 
pump the brakes because it hurt my feelings because I know how honest the question was even though it didn't come out as a question it came out as a statement and I don't take offense to that because the friends that I have have been my friends for years and years and years so they they get me and I get them and I know it was uh, a, I don't know. I don't want to say trigger point. That's wrong. But it struck something in me because he asked the question and I didn't have an answer. Do you know you deserve good things? I don't know. And that's a scary realization to to have as someone who has been in quite a few relationships that were all varying degrees of bad and good you know whatever but I've had situations that were so good they did turn out to be bad and I think that has conditioned me in some sense to not trust good feelings for too long or be a little on my toes about them but it's scary at the same time because moving forward as someone who what do they say desires love closeness and connection yeah I do but you can't have those things without being open and wanting to connect and doing the thing but you can't connect and be close without avoiding (laughs) while avoiding excuse me so yeah it hurt my feelings and I'm actually it hurt my feelings a good way because I'm glad that I had to sit and think about it like oh my gosh do I believe I deserve good things do I believe I deserve good things to happen to me I would like to think I do but history is showcasing differently so I'm kind of working through that a little while also working through this fearful avoidant attachment style I'm telling you it like learning that really just I don't know I feel like it it threw something off a little bit or not threw something off maybe the, the exact opposite made a few things click into place yes I'm working on it also sidebar I promise and I feel like I say this on every episode but I am I'm looking for a new therapist I paused on my search because anybody who knows knows that it is not fun looking for one of those people they're very difficult to find especially with all of my criterias and not a lot of therapists fit all those criterias so it is a mission but I'm making it a priority because going into this new phase of life that I am embarking on it will be needed it is it is not a thing that I can just keep putting off so yeah just throwing that in there and honestly I I take all of you as um, accountability partners so if I make another freaking episode and say I'm still looking for a therapist or I haven't started or whatever I hope people will be like hey hey girl um what's going on because <laughs> what we're we got to keep accountable accountability for each other right I'm gonna put a pin there because 
I want to talk about the other black girl, but not in this episode. Maybe a separate one just for that. That'll be a cute little mini episode. But, but actually, let's move down to number three because I want to talk about Bojack Horseman. And I'm not going to talk in length. I'm going to do a separate episode about that because I would just say here as something I learned about myself or something I've learned. Bojack Horseman, the show, has changed my life. And I can't wait for years from now, five, ten years from now, when I can say I know the exact moment that this was going to happen because I watched Bojack Horseman. And I feel like no one is taking me, and I try not to use hyperbole, but I want to say no one is taking me as seriously as I feel towards this show. Like I, Bojack Horseman, in the way, not even just the storyline, because the story of Bojack Horseman, I have a lot of feels for, but also the, the creation and direction and the script of Bojack Horseman and the world building I am deeply deeply inspired and like I don't know why I binge six seasons of that very nihilistic show but I did and it it is probably one of the best decisions I've ever decided to do as a creative which gonna slide into number four my desire to make films is bigger than I thought and I didn't realize that until I've like I've always been into movies and series and watching them from a a character development space but I find myself enjoying the what's the word the director style or how they transition from scene to scene and the lighting and the still shots. I really want to be a filmmaker. And I'm really excited about that because I'm currently working on a short film script, my first screenplay. And I'm, I'm nervous, but again, we're working through that anxiety and fear and self-doubt but I'm working through my first screenplay and I'm so I'm watching films and reading other scripts right now I'm reading The Best Man and Love Jones because I have a folder of black 90 screenplays and it's fun to see how these stories developed on screen anyway long-winded way to say that I think I want to be a filmmaker and I want to make short films, but I would love at least once in my life to make a feature-length film. I think that would be so fun. And I'm really excited about that. And I think that makes a slide into the final thing I've learned about myself, at least for this episode, which is I love writing. Writing is what I do. I have been a writer since I was a child. It is the gift I was given by the universe. But my relationship with writing is changing. And I feel like I'm trying to come to grips with that. I I kept saying, and I keep saying, I'm going to pitch stories to you know publications. And uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, pitch stories to publications and be more intentional about getting articles out and this, that, and a third. But what I'm realizing is that's not fun for me. Like, not necessarily as a career, maybe as one-off, like, oh yeah, I wrote an essay and it got published in Madame Noir. You know, that's that's fun. But trying to be a freelance journalist or freelance writer where you are losing your mind a little bit trying to get pitches out or trying to contact editors and I don't mind doing that hustle and bustle and the groundwork I think is super important when you're building connections but I want to do that part for fun I wouldn't want to do that full time what I enjoy doing is building stories and characters and figuring out how to bounce from scene to scene like I, when I was a kid I wrote a lot of character developments what I know to be now is character developments like I had notebooks where I would write down this is the person's name and where they're from and what they like to do where they like to go and you know their personal interests and I would build people to the point of like you can I can build this person in front of me because you know for 12 years I was only child so I did a lot of uh only child things and I built friends and built cool people and just I was a very quiet kid so I just watched people all the time and pieced together personalities and then when I have these notebook of characters I would pull characters out and put them in stories together because why not (laughs) let's see how these very well in-depth characters interact with each other because now you have to consider like would they say this in this moment would they say that you know in that moment I wrote my first manuscript doing that and I think a few years later when I looked back on it I was like oh my gosh there's no continuity (laughs) because I didn't know what that meant when I was in high school and college but it's cool to see how like characters shift and I like being able to determine what that looks like you know I feel like any sims player can identify with that so in this moment in this space and time I'm in I'm shifting or realizing who I am now and not not trying to fulfill the desires and wants of my inner teen more so but it's not for not, right? Like, it's not to entirely dismiss what she had wanted or experienced. Right now, it's more about we did majority of it. And I talked about another episode, but we, we accomplished my 16-year-old dream. And now we're in a space where I'm creating a career and a creative professional career and honestly pivoting into a different one. And I have to be realistic about what that those time constraints look like. And so right now, as I'm in this transitional phase of balancing my time in a better way where I'm fitting not just my career goals, but my my other career goals (laughs) and my hobbies and family and friends and romantic interest and rest, all these things. It requires a lot of um, accepting what what you can and can't do and what requires more time or not. 
me breaking my brain over pitches to send to editors does not hold the same weight as it did maybe two three years ago but finishing my first screenplay does writing the video treatment for my first commercial yeah that's that's fun and that feels fulfilling like the other day for work I wrote a really good pitch for an article for a client and I wrote this concept out of my my little brain and it was a fun concept it was relevant it was of the times you know of in the it fit the pop culture zeitgeist like it is a very good concept and I'm very proud of it and I feel like that feeling campaign building concept building you know my actual title content strategist like these are all clicking for me in a way that I'm like oh maybe this advertising gig that I thought was a gig is not a gig like I pivoted into this career path and now it's feeling more like yeah girl this is this is your career path for real (laughs) and I'm trying to get my brain to catch up with that reality it's absolutely a different reality and requires a different level of care and discipline that I know I'm ready for but it still requires a little bit of wrapping your head around you know and that's where I am I'm wrapping my head around this new schedule I'm trying to keep where I have my day job and working on these other projects I'm also in school shout out to the useful school I am having so much fun I will definitely talk about the useful school because I am writing an essay inspired by one of our lectures by Taeyoon Choi and I'm not gonna get a whole spiel because I'm gonna wait till the essay is out but what else school content because i'm still making cozy gaming content and reviving that whole area of my life next month because i really want to give myself the time to realize like yeah bro if you if you put yourself in this in this schedule that i'm thinking of and in the cycle that i'm thinking of it's a go you know so because content creation is its own beast by itself me and another friend who is also on a content creator journey uh, we talk about consistency a lot and being consistent even when you don't want to be and when it feels hard and stressful and today i don't want to make content because fuck that shit but you got to make it anyway (laughs) we're trying to wrap our heads around that and so that's this whole other thing while also being an attentive and present family member because I have quite a few siblings and I love all of them they are the homies for real and I also I'm the second oldest of my siblings but I have a younger brother who's 19 and I just want to make sure that he he knows I'm here you know so I keep up with all my siblings, even my sister in Rome, even though we're like, what, six hours apart from each other? (laughs) 
and uh, being a, a, a present friend because I have a beautiful friend group. I have, I don't want to say friend group, I want to say group of friends. I think that's more accurate because these are my homies and they come together for me <laughs> when, when necessary. And then I'm having the audacity to consider dating. Oh my gosh. I don't even know why. You guys, let's not talk about it. But that's like a back burner. Back burner because my heart feels things. But <laughs> so all of these things I'm trying to make balance. And I feel like it's just the we're adulting, right? Because as adults, we just have to figure out how to do all of it. But as creatives, how dare you want to do all the things and create multiple projects? insane we're not sane people but that's why i need the mental shift and the tap into whatever this new path is because that's what monet today wants and this new era of monet not monet from 2020 or 2021 this 2023 2024 chick they they're figuring something out so not gonna ramble anymore but i will say keep a lookout for a few more shorter episodes i'm kind of just gonna be putting them out you know we how we are around here not too many edits maybe might take out a few ums and errs but most of them are probably gonna stay in and leave comments for anything that you are learning if you're listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, please 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 rate and let me know how you feel about the episode let me know how you feel about the shorter episodes as well and let me know what you guys are interested in hearing unless you just like the random stuff that i've been talking about then that also works but yeah okay i think that's it for real <laughs> I am going to leave out of here. I didn't even start by saying where I'm recording, but I'm in that undisclosed location with terrible Wi-Fi. <laughs> but I will leave out of here and I don't know. I actually think I got homework to do, so. <sighs> this was fun. This is cool. Getting back into the vibe. Okay. I am Monet. This is Lazy Capricorn. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making space for me. Thank you for being in community with me. And I will see you on the next filler episode. Bye.